Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 93. As you're listening to this, guess what? I'm chilling on the beach in Hawaii, and I am so excited to share today how it is that I prepare for time away from my business. Now, being an entrepreneur for the last six years, I can be honest in saying that I haven't rested very much, but this was the year that I knew things had to change. And so I want to share the five strategies that I use to prepare for time away, whether that looks like a vacation, an adventure, a maternity leave, or a medical leave, anything like that. It is time that you know how you can plan so that you can take yourself out of your business and trust that it won't crumble. I can promise you that there is going to come a time in your entrepreneurial journey that you're going to need a break. Use this episode to help you plan specifically for that. Now back to the beaches for me, but on to this episode for you. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work, and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Who are we fooling? You, my friend, you hate ads. Am I right? It's like, just get me to the content and stop trying to sell me on another thing. Guess what? I heard you loud and clear. So loud and clear that I'm doing something radical and I am dropping all sponsorships. Now call me crazy, but bear with me. When I first started the Gold Digger podcast, it was all about impacting people with the best free education out there. And so to align with my mission, this show isn't sponsored anymore, but it is brought to you by my free Pinterest resource, the ultimate Pinterest guide. That's right. It's entirely free and a full seven page guide to help you crack the code on Pinterest. To get your hands on it, simply go to www.jkpinterest.com and snag it. That's right. Another free resource made especially for you. Again, that's www.jkpinterest.com. Enjoy. And now let's get to the good stuff. Are you ready? Hey, Gold Diggers, it is Jenna Kutcher. I am so honored to get to hang out with you, you cool cats. 
Today is going to be an awesome day because I'm talking about something that took me a very, very long time to understand and implement, but something that has become so important in my life, in my stress levels, in how I feel about the work I'm doing, and especially in my relationship with Drew, who, let's be honest, he's adorable. But yeah, I'm going to talk all about how to prepare for a sabbatical, whether this is a maternity leave for you, just a time of rest, if it's just a week or a month or whatever that looks like, but how to just prepare for rest as an entrepreneur, because if we can be totally honest, we suck at resting. I'm raising my hand over here. I am the worst at it. There are holidays that come along like Labor Day or Memorial Day. And I'm like, oh, just another Monday over here punching the time clock that doesn't exist because I'm going to work like 12 hours today. And so I want to just walk you through some of the steps that I've taken and kind of the lessons I've learned along the way that has allowed me to take these periods of rest. Because I'm sure you're thinking, well, must be nice. You know, you have this whole team and you do all these things and you can just log off for a month and go hang out at the beach. But it's not at all like that because of the way that I prepare. And let me tell you that when you are going on a vacation or taking some time off, you know darn well that you are putting in a lot of hours in preparation for that time off. And so as we're getting ready to be on another couple week hiatus sabbatical back to Hawaii, I'm just so excited. I am just feeling like, man, like we've been running a million miles a minute. I don't even know where summer went, like where the heck did summer go and how our pumpkin spice lattes already back out. And so just getting excited about having some scheduled and blocked off time and knowing like, hey, you've done everything you need to do. So now you can just chill because if I even have like one thing on my to-do list, I'm like, oh, let me just sit down real quick. Just one more email, just one more blah, blah, blah. And then like three hours later, I'm like, oh, here I am again. I'm alive. I promise. So let's dive on into how you can prepare for a sabbatical. Now, let's be honest. I've been an entrepreneur for six years. And in those six years, I really haven't taken a lot of time off. So if you're looking at my Instagram or seeing all these places I've been, a lot of times I've been working maybe just an hour a day answering emails or doing things like that. But at the same time, I think a lot of times social media gives us this perception that every Everyone else is taking these breaks and going on these holidays and vacations and you're over here grinding at your desk every day. So once I started to realize like, hey, I really haven't taken time off and I actually don't even know how to take time off. That was a really big moment for me as an entrepreneur because I started looking at my life and I was like, when was the last time I actually did this? Like, when was the last time I went through a weekend without checking my email or posting to Instagram? And so I figured, man, if, if I've been there, chances are you might be there too. And so this is going to be really, really good for you to at least hear and just start to think about like, how can this apply in your life? What would this look like if you said, I'm going to take a long weekend or I'm going to take a week off or I'm going to take a month off because Jenna did. And that's baller. And let me tell you, it was amazing. So number one is batch work your editorial calendar and schedule posts in advance. Now this is huge. 
a lot of people aren't as crazy type A as I am. And I am just like so routinized when it comes to my business. But if you are, if you're like, hey, I blog Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or I have a podcast episode that comes out every Monday, whatever that looks like for you. If you can work ahead and batch work that calendar out so that you know, like, hey, your audience isn't even going to feel like you're gone. This is going to help free up your headspace in a really big way. So even if I'm not taking a sabbatical, I batch work my content creation like you wouldn't believe. So for example, today it is the first day of school, I think September 5th, and I am recording this for months in advance. And after this episode, I'm recording four more shows because I like to sit down, create all of my outlines, do all of my research, work with my team partner on that. And then I like to sit down for a day and I like to record everything because how much time are we wasting when we're jumping from task to task? And let me answer that question for you because I can't hear you. You know, you're wasting a lot of time. And as a girl who is notorious for having a million tabs open on her web browser, batch working has really, really helped streamline the way that I work so that I can just be in one headspace for that day. So when I look at planning out for a break, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be gone for two weeks, I'm going to need X amount of blog posts. I'm going to need X amount of podcast episodes. I'm going to need blank amount of Facebook posts, whatever that looks like. And I just grab and print out a little printable calendar and I write everything out and I schedule it to go. And honestly, guys, this really helps you so that you can be totally disconnected. Because if you're like, hey, I just got to pop on my blog and hit publish real quick. Yeah, you're going to go down the rabbit hole. And two hours later, your husband's in his swim trunks waiting to go to the beach. And you're like, oh, just one more second, honey. I'm almost done. No, you don't want to be that girl. You don't want to be that person. Batch it out. Schedule it out. It's going to take you time. Yes, but it is going to free up your mental space and just really allow you to be on a true, true break. Now pick a day. Maybe if you're like, I got to create all this content, pick a day when you're feeling extra creative. I pop my phone into airplane mode and I write out a month's worth of content in one sitting, which I know guys, it's a little crazy, but just have a really good amount of coffee. Have some ideas. If you're lacking ideas, I always have a note on my phone where I'm like, oh, that would make a great topic or, oh my gosh, everyone keeps asking me about this. I should do a show about this. And so just have a note where you are just keeping things that might make you feel inspired even on those days where you're not and get in the zone and just stick in that zone. It's so much easier than just stopping and starting and stopping and starting and jumping from task to task. Now, when it comes to social media automation, we really love automating as many pieces of my business. And so we automate my Facebook, my Facebook page, my Facebook groups using a tool called Meet Edgar. We had the founder, Laura Roder, on this show. We use Tailwind when it comes to Pinterest. So you can loop and schedule out pins. And then I like to keep my Instagram. I just love Instagram, obviously. So I like to keep that as close to what I'm actually doing as possible. But I do have a content library in my phone of posts that I can post on days where I'm feeling like I got a whole lot of nothing. So tip number one, batch work your editorial calendar, schedule those posts out so that you can be off the grid and log off. Now, 
Tip number two is this. If you are a service provider, like I am a wedding photographer, you want to prepare your clients in advance that you're going to be off. And you want to communicate this as clearly as possible and as on as many platforms as possible. So you can start by just simply putting the dates in your email signature, like heads up, I'm going to be off the grid from blah, blah, blah to blah, blah, blah. So if you have any questions, make sure you shoot me an email before then. Also turn on your auto responder and very clearly communicate, Hey, this is what's going on. This is when you can expect to hear from me. In the meantime, if you need help, give any resources that might answer questions. And that way they're at least knowing that you got their email and they'll also be able to anticipate when they can hear back from you. And I also think it's really helpful to just drop hints about your upcoming leave or your adventure or travels on social media. So whether you're sharing a post about packing your suitcase or a nursery that you're working on, if you're expecting, it's good to make sure that you're talking openly about these plans so that if clients happen to come upon you while you are away, it's not like this giant like, oh, they just like dropped off the face of the earth. You want it to be like, hey... Jenna's gone for a few weeks in Hawaii, but like, I know she's going to be back this date and I'm so excited to hear from her then. I think it's super fun to just share about the fact that you're taking a break or taking a leave because I think that a lot of times too, your clients can really get excited for you. One of the things that I've really noticed about myself as I've continued to grow as an entrepreneur is... I can see when entrepreneurs don't have boundaries and trust me, I'm speaking also from experience here. I can tell. And sometimes I'm like, man, like it's dinner time. Go eat with your family. Like your family wants to see you or you don't need to call me at 10 PM to tell me X, Y, Z because I'm just hanging out on the couch right now. Or, or let's be honest, I'm probably already in bed. And so when you can start saying like, Hey guys, like I'm so excited. I'm taking this week off to be with my family or head home or go on this adventure, whatever that looks like. I feel like our clients can celebrate alongside of us too, because people want to see people they love doing things that include rest. And I think that it's just a really cool way to say, I've got this under control so much so I'm able to enjoy life a little bit more. Tip number three is this, and this has obviously transformed for me because like I've said so many times in this show, I did not have a team as of a year and a half ago. I had zero team. It was just me, myself, and I. I had a few contractors that I would outsource things to, but I had no semblance of a team that was showing up every day. And I know that this might make some of you nervous, but it all begins with finding the right people to support you in your business. And This tip says, give your team the authority to make decisions while you're away. Now, in episode number 63, I talk all about finding the right team members. And this has been just a really windy road for me. But the truth is, is that as I've continued to grow and expand my team, starting with one, going to two, now we have three and we're hiring a fourth. And I'll explain more in a future show. I'm so excited. I want to train them, but I also want to give them the tools that they need to do their job and then to let them do it. I love for my team to feel autonomous in their positions, to feel like they are able to make decisions, that they can treat my business as their own. And I want to give them the ability to do that. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs and business owners, we are control freaks. We are total control freaks. We hate 
giving up any semblance of control. But the truth is, is that if you are out there and you're starting to hire, whether you're having somebody help you with your email or if you're a photographer, you're having somebody help you with editing, give them the freedom to start making decisions because those decisions that they're making, they're going to be less decisions for you. And at the end of the day, we are making so many decisions every minute, every hour to take some of that off of your plate. It's only going to free up headspace to be creative. So what it looks like for my team when I head out is I will be very connected with them prior to my leave. So I'm going to say, here is my schedule for the week before we leave. Here is what I'm hoping to accomplish every day. Here is what is on the docket while I'm away. And here's how you can support that. And we assign things out. Now, there are different programs you can use. We've tried Trello. We've used Asana. I have just found that Google Drive Docs work so good for me because I can tag different emails from my team into those pages where I'm like, here's what's going on. Here's who I need to do these things. But I also want my team to be connected while I'm away. And if anything comes up, obviously they can reach out. But I love giving them the ability to say, I'm going to make decisions based on what I think Jenna would want. And hey, they do an awesome job at that. Now, if talking about this is like giving you hives and freaking you out, I want you to think about this. Before I hired Caitlin, when I was doing everything on my own, my inbox had hundreds of unread emails where I would sometimes read them. I'd be like, oh gosh, I'll get back to this later. And I'd mark them unread and I would never go back to them because I knew what they were. And so when I hired Caitlin, she started going through it and I told her, I'm like, just make decisions on these things because clearly I have been indecisive or unsure and I want for you to just start making decisions. And one of the coolest things about hiring a team, and I've really, really understood and just rested in this fact, is that sometimes they're going to make decisions that might not be what you would have decided. But hey, any decision is better than no decision at all. And so when I look at that, I see like, oh, she wrote back to this and maybe I would have done this a little bit differently. But hey, this person was heard. They know that their email was read and received and they got a response. And to me, that is a million times better than me hemming and hawing for weeks on end trying to make a decision and never responding back because I was too crippled with fear. So when you start to think about, okay, well, I'm going to go on a leave and maybe you're like, well, I don't have a team. What is this going to look like? Number one, I want for you to really, really have an awesome autoresponder. If you don't have a team, your autoresponder needs to be on point. Like I want you to spend some time mapping this out saying, hey, if you're inquiring about this, here's when you're going to hear back. If you're looking at this availability, here are dates I still have open. If you X, Y, Z need support or help, here's where you can reach out. And if you can have somebody at least helping with your inbox so that you truly can log off, man, that is awesome. Now, here's what I want for you to understand. And this one's really important. I want for you to actually log off. Now, when we planned for our month-long hiatus that happened in February of this year, I was actually kind of stressed about rest. Scary, right? But I had never rested before. And I worried, like, am I going to be bored? Am I going to forget about something? Is something really urgent going to come up and I'm not going to know about it? And the funny thing is, is that none of those things happened. I had to focus just as hard on resting as I focus on working. And I realized that when I truly logged off and allowed myself to just 
be where I was, which was on the beaches of Hawaii. Amazing. I really started to unwind. And for years and years and years, I'd convinced myself like I am incapable of rest. My mind is too busy. I just, I work at a higher level and I am not able to shut this brain off. And I learned very quickly, Jenna, you are lying to yourself when you say those things because you can rest and you should be resting. And so I kind of want to walk you through a few things that I learned while on sabbatical. And I'm hoping that as this episode is going live, I am learning very similar things, or I have learned very similar things on our recent stretch of rest. Excuse the interruption. I know you're enjoying this content and your brain, maybe it feels like it might explode. So I wanted to drop in and remind you of our totally free resource created with you in mind. If you're only on Pinterest, pinning recipes, fashion inspiration, home decor, it is time to up-level your pinning game and get you more pintentional, that's right, with your strategy. This show isn't brought to you by a sponsor and I'm sparing you on the ads, but it is made possible possible with our free ultimate guide to Pinterest. And I want you to get your hands on it. Cool. Hop on over to www.jkpinterest.com. Get your copy. Start rocking Pinterest with intention today. So if you have to hit pause, get your guide, and then we will jump back right into today's show. So while I have been focusing more on rest this year, a few things that I've learned that have really stuck with me and probably would be really helpful for you is number one. Why do I keep numbering things? I think I'm like on number like 20 and I keep just saying number one. So if you're like taking notes and you're like, she has literally said number one five times, welcome to my brain. One thing I have learned while resting is that I am far more creative when I can actually shut my brain off and be more present. And I know that we all talk about being present and chasing presence and, you know, logging off of social media and all these things, but we all kind of roll our eyes because what does presence really look like in today? Being more present in the sense of being more connected with the world and less connected with my laptop, man, I feel like I get so much more inspired because I'm able to like watch people interact. I'm able to see things unfold. I'm able to read a book just for fun and not for business. I'm able to think of different storylines or ways that I can share my stories or my client stories. So that is one of the things that I've learned when I've logged off. Another thing is that it's so important to get back to our relationship. Now that Drew is working from home and we spend 90% of our lives together, we sleep in the same bed, we wake up together. I almost said we sleep together, which is also true, but not what I was trying to say. We sleep in the same bed, we eat together, we eat every meal, we work together, we watch TV together, we're together all the time. And so it's really cool when we can both just like log off for a little bit and get back to like, hey, like, how's your heart doing? Or like, how are you feeling about this? Or what are you excited about? And really get back to those questions that are well beyond like, how was work today? Or what'd you get done? Or what are you working on over there, babe? As you're like sharing the couch together. And so I think it's a really good time for us as a couple to work towards something together while also just like chilling out. And we are so bad at just getting off of our phones. I'll catch us at night. Like we'll be laying in bed and we'll both 
both be on our phones and we think it's okay because the other person is also on their phone, but then one person puts their phone away and the other person starts to feel guilty. Like we should not have our phones in our bedrooms. Like how many times have we said this? And so when we're really being restful and just being mindful about resting, I feel like we're actually focusing on like, Hey, let's just leave our phones behind today and let's hang out. Like we don't need music. We can chill. The beach sounds great. Let's do that. Now, Another thing that resting just really helps, especially in terms of being an entrepreneur, and this is something thankfully I learned early on, is that I would go through these seasons of burnout. And I think that burnout is something that a lot of us are afraid to talk about because nobody wants to hire a burnt out anything, right? Like you don't want to get your teeth fixed by a burnt out dentist, or you don't want to go in for a checkup by a burnt out doctor. You don't want to hire a burnt out wedding photographer. You want people that are passionate and excited about their work and having this idea creates and facilitates this culture that makes us feel like we're never able to actually share that we're burnt out. But burnout is such a real thing and it's a really, really scary, slippery slope as an entrepreneur. And I started to recognize that I was going through these seasons of burnout when I was packing my wedding season. So I had 25 weddings. The next year I did 27. The next year I did 30. And these were all happening within about a six-month time period. Thank you, Wisconsin wedding season. And so at the end of that 30 wedding wedding season, I was like, you have to change because you are exhausted. I was so tired. I was just getting bitter. I was really, really, really burnt out. And so that was the year that really started to turn things for me because I said, I can't do this like this anymore. I need to cut back. So then it went down to 15 weddings and then 15 weddings again, and now eight weddings. And what I've realized is that when I was in those seasons of hustle, those crazy seasons of tons and tons of weddings, I was not creative at all because I was a hamster spinning on a wheel. I had no time to be creative. I had no energy to be creative. And so when I started saying, hey, I'm not going to shoot any weddings past daylight savings time. This is a hard boundary and a hard rule for me. I started to prepare myself. And so then I started to go through this cycle of like six months shooting, six months off, six months shooting, six months off. And in those six months off, I was creative. I was inspired. I started to miss it again. I was getting excited about it again. And it was just this really cool way to schedule out different seasons of my business so that I could have my focus placed on different things. Like Chances are, if you're listening to this, you haven't done anything like this and you might be feeling burnt out. And that burnout can be really scary because especially if you are just a business and not a brand and this one thing that you're doing right now in your business is the only thing making you money, you might feel backed into a corner. Like I somehow got to get over this burnout and I've got to get over it quick because this is how I'm making my income. So friend, maybe you need a break. Maybe you're like me and you're like, I've never actually taken a break. What would it look like for you to just take a week to turn your phone off and put it in a drawer and just leave it there? What would it look like for you to go on an adventure or to go on a trip? If you can't afford a trip, what would it look like for you to unplug and go enjoy the place that you live, to walk around, to kayak on the river, to lay in the grass, whatever that looks like? What would it look like for you to work from a place of rest and not a place of stress? 
I've said this so many times, but stressed work is never our best work. And I feel like so many of us are operating at such a stressed place that we never actually even know what rest can look like for us. In our infertility journey, I have really started to focus on managing stress. And it's funny because I was having a conversation with a girlfriend the other day and I was like, honestly, like I'm not stressed about my business right now. Like truthfully, I feel so good. I feel in alignment. I feel excited about the things I'm doing. And she said, maybe you've been operating at a level of stress for so long that that is just your new norm. And I've never had thought about it that way because I'm like, I don't know how to lower my stress because I don't feel stressed right now. And it's stressing me out trying to lower this stress. But maybe she's right. Maybe I've been operating at this level of stress for so long that I've never really allowed myself to truly rest. How many of you guys have like gone to a massage or gone to a yoga class and the entire time you're trying to think about how you can rest? Like you're trying and you're putting so much focus on resting that you're never actually resting. Like that's me to a T. So I want to challenge you today as you're listening to this episode and maybe you're just thinking this is all a crock of crap because there's no way that an entrepreneur can actually take time off. But I want to challenge you whether it's today or a month from now, or maybe even a year from now, I want for you to start looking at this schedule that you have penciled in so many other things as important. And I want for you to imagine what would it look like if you penciled in yourself? What would it look like for your family? What would it look like for your personal health? What would it look like for your stress level? What would it look like for your creativity? And I want for you to just take note that you can do this. Your business is not going to crumble. What you have built, what you have spent months and years building, it will not crumble in a week. It won't crumble in a month. Heck, it won't crumble if you take a quarter off or six months to be with your family. My dogs, they don't know how to rest. They are literally running laps around our coffee table right now. And you can probably hear that, but they are reminding me of what it looks like, how silly it looks for us to spin our wheels. Chloe, hey, stop spinning those wheels, girl. It's time to take a break. So friends, today, I hope that as you start to look at this upcoming year, as you start to plan out what your biggest goals and ambitions, what you're excited about in your business, I hope that rest is something that you can get excited about. So to go through the tips again and not give you a million number ones, this is the list that I have for you. So the first thing is to batch work your editorial calendar, schedule those posts in advance so that you can know content is still being pushed to your audience. They're never even going to know you are away. Number two is prepare your clients well in advance that you are going to be off. Communicate it very clearly so that they feel cared for, loved on and supported while you are resting so that they can support you in that season. Number three, give your team, if you have one, the authority to make decisions while you are away. And number four, this one's the most important. I want for you to actually log off. You can do it. I believe in you. You deserve it. And I hope that seeing how Drew and I are really making this a piece of our lives and our businesses, I hope that that is inspiring you because I can sincerely tell you this. We are really working towards rest and active periods of rest so that we can just focus on being the best people, hopefully the best parents someday, the best spouses, and the best inspired entrepreneurs that aren't battling the burnout every single day. 
So until next time, gold diggers, have an awesome day. If this podcast is making you laugh or inspiring you or encouraging you, would you just take a few seconds to leave a review in iTunes? It sounds so simple, but it makes such a big difference. It helps more people hear about us. And as we've transitioned to no sponsors on our shows, trust me, friends, your little review is going to really, really brighten up my world today. I hope you guys have an awesome day. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold digging dream chaser, you.